Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Stephen McCoy, and you are listening and watching Sessions with Stephen. And today we have director Ryan Lathan and actress Jackie Cross. <laughs> Did I say that? I tried to use the, the Spanish uh, pronunciation. I like it. I like it. This cruise is fine, cruise. cruise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how are you feeling, both of you? Because tomorrow, your film, All the World is Sleeping, premieres tomorrow at the NY Latino Film Festival. <laughs> I think it couldn't have come at a better time because all the world is sleeping. <laughs> but um, I'm excited. I haven't seen the film and uh, I'm dying to see it on the big screen for the first time, and uh, I'm gonna bring my Kleenex. I heard uh, it's a tearjerker, <laughs> so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, we're we're excited. I mean, we've been waiting, we've been waiting through all COVID to get to this moment, and kind of like what Jackie was saying is like, I don't want you to watch this movie for the first time on your computer screen. Let's wait until we can see it up on the big screen, and what better spot than the New York Latino Film Festival? Brian, what inspired you to come up with this project? How did it come about? Yeah, so this movie actually came about in a completely different way than I've ever done a movie before. Uh, uh, so basically, this, this nonprofit in New Mexico called Bold Futures, which basically kind of, their whole thing is that they help to improve access to care for families and people in need. Um, they got together seven mothers who fought and continue to fight against substance abuse. And for eight weeks, me and the seven mothers and both futures sat in a room together and they just shared their lives, shared their stories and everything that they went through, every obstacle, every heartache. And from that experience, I was able to obviously listen and learn and then go back and create a script off of their lives. So then once I had a script, it was like, okay, cool. I, I took a composite of all seven mothers and then created all the world sleeping, brought it to them and was like, okay, read this. Let me know, is this real? Is this honest? Is this how you want your voice to be represented? And they gave notes and guidance. And even into like, once we were like, okay, the script's locked, let's go in, let's shoot this movie. They were there on set too, to work with Jackie and to work with Melissa and to work with all the actors just to guide us to make a movie that feels, this is the most authentic film possible. And as Jackie said, I mean, it really couldn't have come at a better time. I mean, we're, um, everyone, um, you, you see people coming out of this pandemic, or even going into the pandemic with mental uh, issues and things of that nature. Um, Jackie, how does it feel for you to be show to take on roles to represent the unrepresented. Like, how does that feel for you? I'm, I'm so honored. I'm so honored to tell a true story, an unheard story. I mean, it is a heard story, but it's, it's like, oh, not, I don't want to say faceless because we've seen it. We've seen it, but we have not seen it this way. It was beautiful to put a face to it, to put a voice to it. In, in, in a world that um, exists and um, that uh, hasn't been visible to the world um, on a big screen. And um, I just, you know, it takes a lot of, you know, courage to share your story. So I feel honored that I was uh, uh, someone that they would like for, 
for me to, to, to share their voice and um, to show their face. Um, and, you know, Hollywood is, is, a, is a very complicated place where they, um, they think uh, they know everything already and they think they've seen everything already and they haven't, they haven't. We, we've all been there, you know, uh, black, brown, and, and we haven't, our stories haven't been told by us. So it was beautiful that Ryan sat there and um, took their stories and, 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 and made it into this gorgeous, real script. And, and, um, and, it, and it will touch everyone. It touched my heart. Uh, it, it made it, it made me um, I don't know express all these emotions that um, I didn't even know I could express and like like Ryan said it was very very true because he, those women were there while we were you know making the scenes so everything was so legitimate and real and yeah I just I'm, I'm honored <laughs> that's my answer I'm honored that I got to be and Ryan, do you have anything to do with the casting? Um, how was it working with Jackie? Oh, uh, I mean, we could not got more lucky with a cast like this. Jackie Cruz <laughs> is amazing. Not only is Jackie such a talented, wonderful actress who comes to set prepared, knowing what her character is on the inside and out, but is also so generous with any, any ideas that I brought to the table, she would 100% collaborate to be able to kind of bring to life. And she's just so much fun to work with and probably the most genuine, honest person I've ever met. She loves with her entire heart. And I, I can't uh, thank you, Ryan. He's just saying that because I'm here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> did, you flip Ryan. Under, did you flip a check underneath the table for him? <laughs> uh, Ryan, also, like, if, if I could just express, too, like, um, I've, I don't think I've ever worked with a director who really cares about what the actors, like, kind of feeling and wanting to do like on orange is the new black has been you know it's you know it's like big budget you know this was this was an independent film where like you know um we don't have much time we don't have much time we got to get the scene done mm -hmm. so for ryan to actually just listen to me and say oh ryan can i try it like this and it was a very amazing collaboration between both of us and i couldn't have done toaster right without his guidance and and um, I was, you know, he let me bring my own acting coach to set, Leland Thompson, uh, who just did respect. He's killing it right now. And uh, he, uh, I had to go in there so quickly with those emotions available. And um, and Ryan was uh, was just awesome at letting me, you know, bring my true self to the character and 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 getting everything he could out of me in such a little time. <laughs> I have to say, Ryan, the film, it was extremely, I just love the cinematics of it and um, the the way that it was directed. It, it, it almost, it was so raw <coughs> that it felt a little bit scary, like I was invading someone's privacy. And it was, it was very, very interesting. And I think um, maybe a a lot of us know someone who uh, struggles with addiction and um, it was just really, really deep and interesting to watch, especially even just watching a child 
um, go through those emotions and seeing the people that's around the child and um, the failures of the people that failed them, I should say. Jackie, your character, um, it, there was a, a point where you was, was calling the friend. At first, I, in the beginning, I felt like you were that supportive friend, but then towards the end, we, we start realizing that you are a friend that is trying to hold that friend in that same dark space, if that makes sense. So how did it, yeah, it does. in that type of character where, how did you relate to that? Well, I feel like at the age of 15, I, I moved out of my house. I was homeless. I had someone like Toaster in my life, you know, um, someone who, you know, you got to do fun things that you never did before. Very young and, and reckless. And um, I, I, uh, I was, I learned a lesson very, very early in life where like if I didn't have, I had a car accident at 16, brain surgery, all this. And if that didn't happen to me, like um, I don't know how I would have woken up to the fact that uh, the people you surround yourself are, the people who you truly are going to be or who you, who you are. So I like to surround myself now that I've learned my lesson around, I, I maybe like to be the weakest link around the people that I hang out with so I can learn something. But before, um, it was all about fitting in, you know, uh, wanting to be accepted, wanting to, you know, so if you're hanging out with the people that are, you know, doing drugs all the time and want to feel accepted in that circle, that's what you have to do, you know. So I felt um, that Toaster was uh, someone that I, that I used to know someone that I used to know and someone that I um, that also has a lot of heart and maybe grew up in the you know alone in a way um, even though like she came from money it's, it doesn't matter you know this, this disease is it, it can happen to anyone in the world so um, yeah it was it was really really scary to play her I'm so happy that I got that opportunity because no one has seen me in this role, okay, I've been a prisoner, I've been a hooker, I've been a crackhead, but I'm layered, okay? <laughs> and I felt Toaster was mad layered, mad emotional, this roller coaster of emotion that uh, that we haven't seen. And um, you you wanted to love her, but then you were just like, yeah. she's, she's holding you in that dark cloud. And I had, I've had people like that. that Exactly. When I was watching, yes. I, was, I love her character so much. I want to be friends with her, but she's trying to keep me here. That's how I felt. Yes. <laughs> like personally, I just want like something like this in my life, toxic people around you. It is so hard to get rid of them because you love them so much, but you've got to love yourself more. You have to, you have to love your baby more. You have to know that it's time to stand up when you hit rock bottom and when Chama hit rock bottom, no matter how much Toaster wanted her not to leave. Like, I remember, I don't know if you kept this scene, Ryan, but I know I had one shot at the scene when I, uh, when she's like, who's gonna help us? Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, when she's walking away from me. Did you keep that scene where she's walking away from me? Yeah. We yes. did that once. Yeah. I was like, you're lucky I'm good, Ryan, because <laughs> we have no time. <laughs> yeah, so like, like, like me yelling at her, you know, mm -hmm. like, and it, she, she can't hear me anymore. You know, she just yeah. can't hear me anymore. And 
um that was the it was beautiful and working with melissa i have to say like the moment i got there she hugged me and she made me feel safe and i knew that i could you know do what i had to do and uh we helped each other out a lot um because you you need to have emotional backup when you're doing these scenes and we just kept you know it was like a like a tennis and we just kept throwing it back and it felt really really balanced yeah ryan how long did it take you guys to film this whole uh project uh 16 days we made this movie in oh which is yeah pretty yeah, incredible definitely a tight schedule yeah very tight i mean that's the thing with these like independent films is you have enough money to make the movie but not enough money to be able to stretch it out mm-hmm but you would think telling such a deep story like this and as the whole film has so many parallels, it's like you would think maybe you guys at least filmed this maybe a year and a half or something, especially with the whole pandemic and, and things going on. Uh, luckily, we filmed this right before the pandemic. So we were able to like get it done and the pandemic happened. And when the world shut down, we're like, okay, cool. Now we can jump into post-production. And we were able to do like our, our, our editing and sound mixing and everything remotely. So it wasn't the most, you know, convenient, but we were still able to like strive even within the, the pandemic. Absolutely. Now, uh, Jackie, with you telling these stories like this, right? Um, you worked with so many amazing women. I'm sure your fans want me to ask, do you still keep in contact with your former co-stars of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, it's, it's random. It's like um, when you have the best friend from high school that you don't talk to every day, but you know that you have that connection, you can call her at any time. Like I'm going to the doctors in Mexico City and Danielle calls me and she's like, I just wanted to say hi. I'm like, daddy, I don't got reception right now. I love you. And she's like, I'll call you after I get out of the doctors. So yeah, Danielle, you know, Yael calls me from Australia. Like, um, like we, we do, we try really hard to keep in touch whenever we can. And um, uh, let's see, Uzo, Uzo too. Like um, I've been going in and out of Mexico. So like uh, she's coming to Mexico soon and I'll probably see her in November. She just got married, you know, I'm so happy for her. And yeah, you know, um, whenever we have a time we're just we just hit each other up taylor too you know what i mean and uh uh i i don't live in la anymore so you know we're all in different places new york la like just everywhere so but it's like that best friend from school that you'll always have that connection and you could call at any time and they'll pick up the phone you know i love that going back to the film you your character stated that she was a dreamer she was a bit dream, a dreamer. Now, would you say that's how you were when you first started? Were you a dreamer? I wouldn't be here right now talking to you if I wasn't a dreamer. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. This world, this Hollywood world is crazy because no, you'll have no, 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 no. I still have no's. In the last year, I've had a hundred no's. You just don't know when it's your yes to me i was super lucky that i gave up acting for six years to focus on music 
because in LA, they didn't know what a Dominican looked like. They didn't know why I spoke Spanish so well, but I didn't look Mexican. It was just different, you know what I mean? Because um, in, in LA, since Mexico is so close, you know, they assume that all Latinos are just Mexican over there. So when I moved to New York, I mean, I was I was born in Queens, like I'm in Queens right now. But what I'm saying is that um, I I just moved to LA to see if I could have more opportunity. And to be honest with you, I didn't. I didn't. I I was just there from 15 to like when I had my car accident, which is 16 and a half. And then I moved uh, to Dominican Republic. I got better and. Um, 18 I came back to LA and it was still not the same it was it was just they don't they couldn't understand me so I moved to New York and um after six years of quitting acting Orange is the New Black was my first audition and uh um they they gave me that, that opportunity but you just don't know so yeah I was, I'm still a dreamer I have so many things I want to do in life and uh produce direct and I'm working on it behind the scenes I have a lot of seeds happening and thanks to stories like all the world is sleeping people get to see me and and see what I can do and and slowly give me opportunities but I'm giving myself my own opportunities because you know Hollywood is a place of vision with no imagination so uh, we got to show you what's up <laughs> and thanks to Ryan he's showing you what's up and I worked with him independently with a, a, a short film that we did called The Dying Kind and uh, and in the future I hope to work with him with my TV show that I'm working on and hopefully you know uh, someone will buy soon <laughs> we can't wait for that Ryan who was somebody that inspired you I mean how did you come up with these ideas and concepts in your head uh, you mean like filmmaking wise? Yeah. Uh, well, when I first started the industry, like, you know, uh, right outside of college, I, I got to work with uh, Ron Howard and Kevin Smith and a bunch of other directors that I, I idolized. So I spent years like following them around and kind of seeing how they went about, you know, telling their stories. And, you know, I took like little pieces of this director, little pieces of that director, kind of what would Michelle Gondry do here? So by the time I was able to make my first picture, I was able to like, okay, what is my voice? What do I look like that other directors before me have done? What can I do in my own unique way? So that's kind of how I like, I approached, you know, each film that I jump into. I love that. You two are definitely inspirational figures. You know how certain directors and actors, they have this, uh, this chemistry that works well together on project, I feel like this is you two. <laughs> so I definitely, I agree hundred percent. I would love. Uh, I don't know, if Ryan, if you have the 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 link to the dying kind, but I would love to share it with you guys to also see something that me and uh, Ryan did independently. But right now, it's all about the all the world is sleeping. But. Um, <laughs> That premieres tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that premieres tomorrow. It just inspires me to work with Ryan more and more. Like we literally were texting each other after each interview. When are we making the next one? And um, honestly, uh, it would be such an honor. And uh, I love that um, Ryan just gives his heart and soul. And he's a lot of directors. You know, they're all about just being the boss, and and he's about collaboration and how to make it natural and real and uh, we don't have that in Hollywood we don't we really don't and um, that that's I think what makes Ryan really special yeah. and what made this project really special 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on to Sessions with Steven. And I am definitely in support of you, too, and this film. And um, I know you guys are going to have such longevity and success. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Hey, subscribe now.